people know how good at whistling you are? I didn't know where we started. That's funny because uh, you're good at that. You told me that when I was in like eighth grade. Really? Hmm? Not everybody can do that, man. Well, you, that's exactly what you said. You were like, wait, you can whistle. You can whistle melodies and notes. I was like, yeah. And with vibrato. Yeah. And you were like, like art, hey, well, not a lot of people can do that. And I was like, you know, 13 on me was like, that's dope. <laughs> so I can't believe you're holding on to that after all these years. That was twenty. There, that you was seventeen understand. years ago. <laughs> Compliments were not thrown my direction ah, as a child. That's so true. when I got one, it was it was literally. You were feeding off that bad boy for a while. Yes, it was like trail yes. mix. I was I was uh, I was a barnacle on that compliment for a minute. Oh I just held on tight. <laughs> that's your word. No, I didn't get one. I didn't get one. Okay, I, was, I didn't get a secret word either. I was, I was trying to throw you off. <clears throat> um, no, that's good. Um, okay, so something happened a couple of days ago, and I misread it, but it made me chuckle. Which was, <laughs> you and Maddie were I don't know yet. So. You and Maddie uh, were going to Windy Gap. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thomas was asked to lead music, club music for a wildlife weekend at windy gap and if if all those words mean nothing to you let's break it down real quick uh windy gap is a young life camp wildlife is a ministry it's an outreach ministry to middle school kids and so 500 middle school kids from all over upper east tennessee are gathered at a camp and they come into a room and that where the building looks like an old school pizza hut from the 80s and then thomas plays pop songs while they go crazy and it just gives them a chance to party it's really fun and then he brings them down with like a kind of a content song pointing them towards jesus sits them down gets them ready to listen to one person talk for a while about the lord so um so you guys were getting ready to go to that um and actually you had left i believe and i got I got a text from you that I thought meant something that it didn't. I still don't know where this is going. You texted me. Do you have a key to my house? What did you think I left? I thought you couldn't find your keys. Oh, obviously. my word. <laughs> obviously, wild. I thought you had locked your keys in your house. Oh, man. I thought you had. I thought, I, you I need pictured, a key to my house. You had one to the old house. I pictured you and Maddie sitting in the carport with both of your children in the vehicle in their car seats and maddie going oh thomas oh thomas that's not and you couldn't start the car because you had locked your keys inside your house that was (laughs) no at this point i don't think i'm the key guy anymore well, I, no, I beg to differ. I think if you've left them across state lines, you're the key guy. But here's the deal about that is <clears throat> if you add up all the mileage. Wait, raise your hand if you've left your keys in another state before. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, she hasn't. Don't use her paw. She, she raised her paw. Because you held it up. <laughs> she she did that. Um, but if we add up all the times you've lost your keys, I bet our mileage is pretty similar. Mine are all within like a hundred yards of a place, though. There ain't no way. Hundred <clears throat> percent. Anyway, that they're just, always in whatever building. It was I'm just. In. It was such a funny text. You were like, "Do you have a key to my house?" Do you want to hear the wildest thing? This is ridiculous. Tell Maddie, me. you know, a few years ago, Maddie got me a tile for Christmas. The battery died, so this year she got me a uh, uh, air tag. Okay. And it. What's an air tag? 
You don't know what an AirTag is? No. You're the you're the biggest Apple guy I know. I don't know what an AirTag is. You really don't? No, I, I've never heard that word before. Are you serious? Like you, this is so interesting to me because you've always been on the forefront of technology my entire life. There was a point at which I I'll never forget when you ordered an, an iPhone 4. We were at Sharp Top Cove 2010. Yeah. You were so excited to get home yes. for it to be there. So I think about I think about that that iPhone X, the iPhone 10. At a certain point, I realized like there's they're not changing that much. Yeah, they're they're, they're all the same. I, I'm done being excited about this. Yeah, yeah. and I stopped watching the the little reveal shows and stuff yeah, like, like that. September, the beginning of September, that always happened. Yes. Now, AirTags are their little tracking devices. Okay. That you can put on a keychain, you can ping it. Um, but I got one for Christmas and it's still sitting in my closet. Wow. Which is, I just haven't, which I literally set, I set the bag that it's in on my bed this morning because I knew when I get home today, I'm going to go to my bedroom and I'm going to see this. And I'm gonna I, can't, get I can't wait till I get a text message that's like, do you know where my AirTag is? When was the last time I lost my keys? Anybody know? It was recent, actually. No! Yes, we had a conversation, and it was at church. You know what's wild is I found Nora's keys halfway across the church from where she was the other day, and I just thought, this is... That's because she's one of your disciples. That's both an honor and humiliating. Just... Like the, the focus of that was on She's, the key losing, not it's spirituality. It's like when the Apostle Paul said, "Mimic me as I mimic Jesus oh, Christ." Lord. It's like she's she's learning to be like you. Also, her young life leader who loses her phone more than anybody I've ever met. I'm not gonna. I'm it's not gonna. Bit. I'm not gonna talk about this because I do not want to be in trouble with Maddie. You're not going to be in trouble with Maddie. Maddie will own that. She's my fave. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, she can't be your fave. She's my fave. (laughs) Well, she's not my fave in the way she's your fave, but she's, she is like, she, she is family. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm not, I'm not, she did marry your firstborn. She did. She did marry my first. Someone out there is like, that's weird. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you and Thomas are family. Yeah. Welcome to Ancient News. This is a podcast where we're going to talk about the scriptures. Eddie. Do you have um, a scripture that you want to take us to? And Yeah, I've got two. And this is... You have two? Yeah, this is nothing new. Are you taking both slots? Is this a tea party? No, 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 okay. no. This is a tea party. The Boston Tea Party. <laughs> oh Did you say a tea party? You said tea party. Did I mishear you? I said a tea pod. Oh, okay. My bad, my bad. Um, this is... Again, this is nothing new. This is nothing ground. If I had a British accent, it would be like tea party. Tea party. Isabel listens to our show, so she. Oh yeah. Well, she only has British accent on like a few words. A few words. Water. Yeah. Thomas, we're completely out of water. Water. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas, I'm so sick of coming here, and there's no bottles of water. Bottles of water. Um. Okay. Anyways. By the way, for the uninitiated, this is this is a high school student in Thomas's ministry who grew up in Buckinghamshire, north of London, and then moved to the States about six or seven years ago, and now has a perfect American accent except on one vowel sound. <laughs> oh, it's adorable. She's the best. Okay, go. Um, so this this is nothing new at all, but it's just a cool thing. Just in uh, the middle of, um. Lent. So yeah. I figured let's, uh, you know, if I'm going to point people towards the cross, I'm going to point them towards a really cool thing. And th- actually this, the thing I like about this is this could be a thing where you're like, I've never actually connected the dots on this. Yeah. If you're somebody who has, you know, I don't know, it, it could be a place where in John three, you just read through and you were like, that's cool. I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah. 
once you investigate it, you're like, whoa, that's a really fascinating little thing that Jesus did there. Yeah. And Moses did a long, long time ago. AKA something the Lord did a long time before Jesus went to the cross. Yes, tell us. Um, so I'm going to be in Numbers 21, which is fun. And then we're going to flip over to John 3. And, you know, if you're, I, I don't know. I just think this is cool. I, I'm. Oh, no, it's super cool. Well, I'm so. By the way, when was the last time on this podcast or any other podcast you were encouraged to go to the book of Numbers? It's been a minute, man. Yeah. Yeah, Numbers Numbers is a an inch. I, I'll never forget talking about it with our our friend of ours who's a, you know, he he works at a an a university overseas in Turkey. Hmm. Um when we were in high school, just reading, he, you know, he's doing the one-year Bible and he was just like, "Ah, I just I it going to the book of Numbers is impossible. You're just reading about tribes and clans and how many of them there were how many soldiers and, and you're just yeah. like he was like this is so so hard and yeah so boring i was like <laughs> that's fair but this this here is really cool so yep ready <clears throat> let's do it uh then the lord sent fiery serpents among the people and they bit the people so that many people of israel died this is verse six of this is verse six 21. yeah i just want to point out that this is interesting just because like you know if if you are somebody who's into uh uh the bible project at all you you learn about, you can start seeing themes and stuff, and maybe you just do this on your own, but one of them is just the fact that, and this is actually something, you know, I've been, we've been reading about in a book together, um, just the idea that uh, Satan, the serpent, is just lurking throughout the whole scriptures, which yeah, is really cool. He, he slithers his way through a yeah. lot of stories. But one thing I love about this is it's just a subtle, like, flex. Like, the Lord is in charge of them. Flex on them. Here, here's some serpents. I'm going to send y'all to do a little thing. Yeah. And then I'm going to use one of y'all and it, or, you know, I'm going to use an image. It's just like a, it's just a, a subtle, like, was he, I mean, like, yeah, right. he's been, he's been doing stuff behind the scenes, but he's not in charge of this, which I think is cool. Um, so the people came to Moses and said, we have sinned because we have spoken against the Lord and against you intercede with the Lord that he will remove the serpents from us. And Moses interceded for the people. Then the Lord said to Moses, make a fiery serpent and put it on a flagpole and it shall come about the people who, uh, uh, oh, sorry, that everyone who has been and looks at it will live. So Moses made a bronze serpent and put it on the flagpole, and it came about that if a serpent bit someone and and he looked at this bronze serpent, he lived. It's cool. Wow. All right, John John three. Uh, a couple millennia later. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Is that the right word? Yeah. Decades, <clears throat> ten centuries, a hundred millennia right. is a thousand. Sorry. You got it, buddy. Um, and this is really cool. This is Jesus. Uh, here's something I love about this. Here's Jesus talking with Nicodemus. Yes. Uh, one of my favorite things is I, I love the gospel of John. I'm loving the, uh, just realizing how I've talked about this already a few weeks ago on the show that, you know, the word believe is used so often in this, in this gospel. Anything John wrote, believe right. is used a lot really prominent there's also this underlying uh theme of darkness and light so you've got jesus meeting with nicodemus at dark and he also talks about being the light of the world that's right multiple times it shows up multiple times yeah when really uh, fascinating in the gospel of john when judas leaves the upper room john says and it was night 
Yeah. And it's like so intertwined yeah. with like, oh, this is the this was the vibe. Right. When this dude left the room. We didn't know at the time what he was going to do, yeah. but man, we should have because it was night. Right. John, you know, John 1 kicks off talking about Jesus being the light of the world in a lot of ways. And then, you, you know, John 8, he talks about being the light of the world. It's just a really, there's, there's a lot of really cool... If you ever heard someone say like John's super poetic, you're like, yeah, I can read John one and see that. But as yeah. you read through the the gospel, you realize like not only is John poetic, the Lord's really poetic. And there's some really right. cool things. But um, one, I love this because Jesus is talking with a Pharisee, an older dude who would have known a lot if you know he would have known all of the the, the OT, known it very well. Um, and I think this is really cool because Jesus uses something from the old testament yeah. to explain some stuff to him which i think is fascinating so and it's good. just really kind too yeah um here we go I'll, I'll start in verse 12 if i told you earthly things and you do not believe how will you believe it if i tell you heavenly things no one has ascended into heaven except he who descended from heaven the son of man and just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, so that everyone who believes will have eternal life in him. Wow. Um, it's just really fascinating. Here's Nicodemus, who has these like really interesting questions that, I mean, you know, to some degree are legit, right? Like, he, you know, he's, he's trying, like, you can't fault him for trying to figure out the truth, and it's especially amongst the Pharisees. He's one of very few who do that, right? And he's... You know, and I love Nicodemus because you see his growth throughout the Gospel of John. You don't see him anywhere else, but you see him here. You see him. I think it's in John seven. He's just like, wait, 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 wait. Do we do we do this without really figuring out stuff first? Yeah, and they condemn a man without yeah. Getting like the, he starts to get bolder, and then by the end of it, he's like, let's it, go get his body. Yeah, it's him and Joseph of it's Arimathea. Fantastic, right? Spending like, personal money and spending time. Yeah, you see his growth. You see him start out here with questions. Right. He gets his answers. He's kind of cheeky, which I really appreciate. You know, Jesus does a really confusing and tough thing. He cannot see the kingdom of God unless he's born again. And Nicodemus is like, dude, I'm old. How am I supposed to crawl up my mother's womb? Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> Yucky and really interesting. Tough. But it's what, you know, it's like he's being cheeky and it's kind yeah. of fun. But then I love it because Jesus comes in with this like, he's like, you know what? I'm going to meet you where you are. Okay. Yeah. Let me... Let me use your language. What if um, I'm interrupting you? Um, as Patsy would say, sorry for interrupting. Yeah. But um, what if Numbers 21 was like as a child or as a young student of the Hebrew Bible was Nicodemus's favorite story? Yeah. And what if like Jesus wasn't just meeting him on the grounds of like, you're a teacher. What if he was like, you just used like, let me give you an example of what I'm yeah. trying to play out. <clears throat> If you got to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with Jesus in the flesh mm -hmm. at night on your back porch and he talked about the message of the gospel, but he used like Coldplay lyrics or like a SpongeBob episode. You just outed me. Wouldn't that be amazing? Like hundred percent. You would be like, Oh yeah. Like, I mean, it's cool for all of us who read this, but what if that was his favorite scripture? Right. No, like, it's really cool. Yeah. No, like, you know, that's yeah. speculative. Absolutely. It's speculative, but it's a really cool thought. At the very least... And I wouldn't put it past him. Of course not. Based on what but I know. But at, at the very least, he is doing this in a way. He's... he's. I mean, he's taking a thing where it's like, there's no doubt. We can't... You don't have to speculate. There's no doubt Nicodemus knows 
the uh, numbers the, 21 yeah. yeah he knows it extremely well yeah. um but like it's just I, I think it's really cool that he does that and i also think it's cool that there is like throughout the bible there we know this but just if you are someone who right now who is just turning your attention towards the cross for the next few weeks you it, you can you can find it everywhere you can find it throughout scriptures which i think is fascinating you can yeah. it's cool to think about like um like right now i am i'm i'm about to finish prisoner of Azkaban and go on to uh you know Goblet Goblet of fire. Of fire. for the fifth time right yes, sir so like there are some things where i don't you know i can put the book on and i'm not like you know if i'm if i am doing something that doesn't you know i have to have divided attention it's okay because I'm not going to miss something that was groundbreaking. Right. But sometimes I get to look at things very anticipatorily. Yeah. I just made that word up, maybe. No. Like, and also, like, like you know, spoiler alert, if you've never read Harry Potter. As Marshall would say, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. <laughs> Judge Fudge. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Judge Rules. <laughs> um, like, I just, you know, they're, they're walking out of the Shrieking Shack everything's copacetic everything's like this is going to end exactly how you want it to yeah and i wanted to stop the book there but i knew dang it it's about to to go sideways about to go sideways just stay underground in that tunnel remus and let them yeah it's just so like i get to it's fun now to know the gospel and to look back through the bible and see things like that just like just like your favorite book. It's like, I get to look back at this and I get to remember like, Oh, I know this is coming. This is going to be yeah. really cool. Well, it's like, um, there are so many examples of this, but like the first one that popped into my head was like, Oh, everybody in the world deserves to be judged and is about to be judged. And the only way that somebody's going to be saved is, um, wood hammered together is going to create a way out mm-hmm. that the building of the ark. Yeah. Noah building an ark. It's like putting, you know, taking wood from trees and putting them into beams yeah. and nailing them together. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be the way out yeah. of, a, of a certain destruction. Yeah. And then, um, and then we have a certain, we have an, a guaranteed destruction. And the way out was wood was, um, was fastened together um, into beams, into yeah. a cross. Yeah. And, you know, so it's like you just, all you have to do is just like play, you just think about any story from the Old Testament and you can, and you can make it work like that. So. Yeah. It's, I mean, this sounds, I just, this is like a, a thing for me right now and it sounds cheesy, but I don't really care. Honestly, it's helping me, but I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to notice crosses everywhere, which is so silly, but like, like, just driving around town, like a you know, if a building is built in a way that like there's a joist and a beam intersecting, I'm like, I'm gonna pay attention to that. Or, but you know, it, it at the very least, it's just reminding myself about That's Jesus, right. you know, which I think is cool. I and it sounds like a very like, you know, if you've grown up in the South, it sounds like a very like, uh, like older church person thing to do but i'm like i don't really care it's pointing me towards jesus so Absolutely. i'm not you know you could fight me that's fine i don't care i don't think anybody wants to fight you i well you would win undoubtedly you could b- pop both my shoulders out of place in an instant and just take me down ankle yeah <laughs> kick me in my right ankle i'll tell you how to beat me 
kick me in my right ankle, grab my left arm and pull it behind my back. It's over. <laughs> put put him on roller skates. It put, <laughs> hold on. That, that takes some effort. The other ones don't. Uh, Romans chapter three. Okay. Um, I, I wanted to look at this. So uh, Manny Cruz and I, this is a guy that's a senior at Oak Ridge High School. We've been meeting together. Do you listen to this? I don't know. If no way. There's no way. No, there's no way he could stay awake for it. But there's, um, we've been listening to, we've been meeting together every Wednesday morning to have a, a one-on-one Bible study. And, um, and we, we were, I've been showing him how to do word studies. Um, so let me break that down real quick. Um, so, Everybody that listens to this is, is aware. We've talked about it many times, but the New Testament was not written in English because English didn't exist. Um, it was written in the Greek language. Interesting. And there's a little bit of Aramaic in the New Testament, but um, predominantly the Greek language. And <clears throat> and none of us speak Greek. Like, we just don't. And so, when we, when we read the Bible, we're reading a translation. So, there are tools, um, and back in the day, they used to be in books, where um, a, a guy whose last name was Strong made a dictionary of all of the n- words in the New Testament. Hmm. How many times they come up, every time they're used, and all that stuff. Well, it turns out that like a certain word in the Greek language, if it appears, let's say it appears 10 times in the New Testament, it's not going to be translated into the same English word all 10 of those times, probably. Right. Which means that if I do a word study and find out how else was that word translated into English, then I can get more insight into what that meant to the writer of that verse. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay, that's word study. All right. So, let me read you a great paragraph, and then we're going to do a word study on one part of it. This is uh, Romans chapter 3. So, uh, Romans chapter, halfway through Romans chapter 1, you realize this guy, the Apostle Paul, is writing to these people he's never met, but he wants to come see them, and he wants to make sure, because he's never hung out with them before, that they believe the correct gospel. Hmm. And so he's like, I, nobody knows where y'all came from, how y'all became believers. I want to come hang out with you. Before I get there, I just want to make sure we're on the same page about the good news of the gospel. So, halfway through the, chapter one, he's like, before I get to the good news, here's the bad news. And from... Romans chapter 1, verse 18, all the way through Romans chapter 3, verse 20, he gives the bad news that every single human being that's ever lived has completely made a train wreck out of their life. And um, in so many ways, just unhealthy, hurtful, judgmental, terrible. And it's everybody. There's no, nobody's excused. <clears throat> and then starting in verse 21, he gets to the good news. But now a righteousness has been made known from God through which the, you know, to which the law and the prophets testified. And he talks about the the good news of Jesus, that because Jesus shed his blood for us, taking our place and paying our penalty, then all we have to do is believe in him. We just look to the, we just look to the cross and we're saved. Just like the Israelites looked to the bronze serpent uh, nailed to a pole and they were saved. We look to Jesus nailed to a cross and we are saved. Okay. So after talking about that in verse 27, Paul says this, where then is boasting? Which first of all, can we just pause? There's so much boasting in our world. People love boasting. They love talking about how awesome they are. Dude. They, they, people love to flex. Man. Yeah. I mean, the, our, our world is nothing but a flex fest. <laughs> it really is, man. Yeah. Golly. Um, so, Paul says, where then is boasting? It is excluded. Because of what law? The law that requires works? No 
because of the law that requires faith. Okay, verse 28, and this is so clutch. For we maintain that a person is justified by faith apart from the works of the law. Okay, um, so I'm not going to read the whole paragraph. We're just going to stop there. Okay. Justified means, when a person is justified, what that means theologically is they are forgiven for all their sins of their entire life, past, present, and future, as soon as they believe in Jesus, but also that the, all of the goodness and righteousness of Jesus is transferred onto their account. Mm. So that, like, it's kind of like a super rich person puts all of their wealth into your bank account. Yeah, one time your your daughter, Nora, I think it was like her sophomore year of high school, I never forget it. I asked them, what, do you, what does it mean to be justified? And she said, I'm cool with God. I'm cool, yeah. I was like, that's cool. Yeah, we're yeah. good. We're good. We're, we're good. good. I'm not in trouble. Right. I'm not guilty. I have been not only forgiven, but also the positive righteousness of Jesus has been transferred onto my account. So when God looks at me, he sees me, but he sees me as having lived as beautifully and righteously as Jesus would have lived my life had right. he lived it. Okay. <clears throat> so he said that comes by faith. And then he says this phrase, apart from the works of the law. Yeah. Works of the law is like following God's rules. That's what that that phrase mm-hmm. means. Works of the law. Doing the stuff that God requires you to do. And what people have always thought, and what I definitely have thought at different times in my life, and sometimes when I'm not in a very healthy place, is in order to be okay with God, I have to do the things that God wants me to do. Mm. That's what it means to be okay with God. That's cool. Doing the things that God wants me to do. But what Paul says here is a person is justified, forgiven, and declared righteous. That's what that means. By believing, by faith, apart from following the rules, mm-hmm. apart from doing amazing stuff. Okay, so what I want to look at is I want to do a word study on this phrase, apart from. Okay? Okay. All right, so what we're going to do is I'm going to go to a, this is a, a web page that's called Bible Hub, and you just can look up a Bible verse. And so I looked up Romans 3.28, and then at the top of the page, there's a thing called interlin and that's a link that you can click and it means interlinear and all that means is it shows you the verse and it gives you the number that that for every single word in the verse it gives you at first it gives you the number that it appears in that strong's dictionary mm-hmm. and then it gives you like um how you would pronounce this word using english letters and then it has the actual greek word and then it has like the definition mm-hmm. for every single word in the verse yeah. so apart from is just one that phrase apart from is one greek word mm-hmm. and it's the word chorus okay so i'm going to look up i'm just going to click on the word chorus and what that's if i click the strong's number i know this is kind of nerdy it gives me every time that that word that greek word is used in the new testament okay every time it's used in the Bible, and then it'll tell me every other way that they've translated that into English. Okay. So, for instance, they, in Matthew chapter 13, it said Jesus taught them and he did not speak to them without using a parable. Okay. The word without, that's the same thing as apart from. Okay. Um, When Jesus fed 5,000, it says there were 5,000 men who ate besides women. The word okay. besides. Yeah. Same thing. Um, okay. Uh, let me find another one. There's a part, a part, um, apart from, without, another without, um, without. Oh, here's another one. First Corinthians chapter 11. Independent. 
is woman independent of man, nor is man independent of women. Mm. Okay? So those are three different... In this word study, we've discovered that this Greek word is sometimes translated apart from, sometimes without, Mm -hmm. sometimes besides, and sometimes independent of. Yeah. Okay, now, here's the fun part about doing a word study. This is so annoyingly nerdy, but we're going to go back to the verse, and I'm going to read the verse and substitute those other words that we learn in the word study. Here we go. For we maintain that a person is justified by faith apart from the works of the law. Right? That was the original version. Yes. For we maintain that a person is justified by faith without doing the works of the law. Ooh, that's fun. We maintain that a person is justified by faith besides doing the works of the law. We maintain that a person is justified by faith independent of doing the works of the law. Do you see what happens? It adds all this color to this thing, and you realize, oh, my status as a person that's forgiven is independent of me doing the good things God wants me to do. It is besides doing those things. It's without doing those things. My status as forgiven and declared righteous has nothing to do with what I do. Hmm. It would be it would be healthy for me to do the things God wants me to do. Yeah. But it does not determine my forgiveness. Right. Whew, really that cool. just, that's delicious. Yeah. It's tasty. It's re- <laughs> it is, man. It's good when you have a good word and you're able to say that of yourself, that it's independent or that it's tasty. But I, I think this is, um, it's an important thing to remember always. It's a helpful thing to remember this time of year. And I love that you pointed out the um, the boasting thing at the beginning of this. Because if you, you know, it's like spiritually, what do we have to boast about? You know, it's like, is it how awesome you are and how great you're doing? As Paul Rudd would say, not me. Not me. Yeah, not me. <laughs> Look at us. <laughs> Look at us. Yeah. No, it's just, so it's, that's a freeing thing. In the, it, I'm glad you pointed this out. In the culture that we live in, in the society, the the world that we live in, period, it's it's a heavy burden to keep up your image, to portray something that is um, impressive to people. That's right. Um, as a good friend of mine once said, I'm not impressive, but I am important. <laughs> but I heard the other day that so uh, the actor Hugh Jackman is going to reprise his role as Wolverine sure. in the new Deadpool movie. Oh. And I was telling Jack this earlier today, but I I heard the other day that right now, to bulk up, he's eating 8,000 calories a day. That's the dream. <laughs> right? Am I wild to think that? <laughs> but like, but he's doing it to keep up this image as this humongous right. superhero. It's a, literally a heavy burden. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like, think about. It. I mean, like, just how many sausage burritos would you eat in a day if you could? All of them. I don't know. Like, what do you mean like a buffet of just an endless McDonald's conveyor belt yeah, like, of them just coming there was into a, your face? There was a. Uh, I'm on a Tennessee football forum, and there was a, you know. a whatever they're called someone started a thread uh, a thread yeah and it, it the title of it was when was your last big mac and i was just like i literally was like, i want to i want to see this says and people are proud to say i've never had one i'm like why are wow. you proud of that like <laughs> dude chill and then there was one i was like that's me one guy was like i ate one a year and i was like yep yep but yeah like 
Would I eat one every day if I could? Absolutely. Do you plan the day? Are you like, do you wake up in the morning? You're like, you I know usually what? know it. I'm like, today's the day. Yeah, it's, it's, it's today's the day. It's Big Mac time. Yeah, it's Big Mac time. <laughs> but I, it's, it's such a heavy burden to, to live in the, you know, it's like the moment you wake up in our current society, right? It's like you instantly have multiple things that you can look at right away where you can find out everything everybody's doing, how awesome it's going, how it looks. Um, and then you go to a job or to a school where you are graded on your performance and you advance based on how well you do and how, um, how, how good of a job, how much you know, That's how right. much you, you put out. Um, and you earn things in return for that based on how, how good you do for the most part. Like some people are just born into it, whatever. But like, you know, it's like, that's most of the case for everybody in this world. Yeah. And to create a kingdom where no one has room to boast right. because nothing about their status or their worth in the kingdom has anything to do with what they did. Yes. That's it's, refreshing and it's new, which is nice. Right. It's besides what I've done. It's, it's independent, independent of, yeah. of what I've done. It's without what I've done. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I'll also say it. Never mind. I'm not going to go any further. We great. We need to leave it right there. I'm done. I don't know if, if, um, Anybody in the McDonald's corporation listens to this podcast? If, uh, my great, the greatest honor of this podcast would be to be sponsored by McDonald's. Seriously. Can you imagine this podcast is brought to you by golden arches? Well, listen, if I need to broker that deal, because if, if you brokered that deal, they would be like, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll sponsor your podcast. And, and I would be like, how much money are you giving us? And then you would be like, Oh Wait, cool. Do I just get vouchers for, sausage burritos i would perish so quickly because <laughs> it's like perish <laughs> i like i love food what happened he deceased from from the arches i love food i really love free food like i don't like, i don't care if i don't really like it if it's free i'm gonna eat it so if someone was like you have a voucher for life at mcdonald's it's like what am i gonna say you're gonna tell me i'm gonna go spend 12 bucks on a meal here or i'm gonna eat for free here go back to your rosy days what yeah bring it on baby <laughs> stick my thumb in my mouth and and blow and they boom i'll just <laughs> pop up or anyways guys thanks for joining us mcdonald's we're we're ready for your sponsorship bring it on man someone tag them send them that. it's gonna be austin austin please do it get us some, please get us please get us a McDonald's. sponsor yeah gosh i'm lee i'm thomas this has been HN New. Goodbye. Da 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 da. Why can't I away my What can make me whole
is all my righteous 